Welcome to Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan, a podcast about the art and hobby of miniature painting. I'm Dan. And I'm Mike. Thank you so much for joining us on our delayed but continued journeys to become better, braver, happier painters. Well, everybody, this is it. Mike and I are splitting up. Wait, what? Well, you know, it's that time of year. Uh, Nova Open happens and ReaperCon happens. Um, and you decided that you wanted to go to ReaperCon this year. And I'm working at Nova Open. So we got to split up. That is true. That is very true. Uh, yeah, this year I decided to go back to ReaperCon. It was so much fun last year that uh, I just I, I couldn't stay away. Um, I tried to get you to come with me too, but you know. Well, I'm just glutton for punishment, Mike. Uh, so I guess this year again, I will be taking the helm of the Capitol Palette at the Nova Open uh, over our long Labor Day weekend here in Washington, D.C. Um, I just enjoy it. I have a lot of fun. There's some really cool artists I get to hang out with. I get to see new emerging artists. I get to see all of our masters come in. Um, I, I kind of dig it. It's a, you know, it's a really niche kind of community that we have. And if I can be just that little teeny weeny part of it, um, I, I will definitely try to take advantage of that. Yeah, it's got to be awesome to see all the entries coming in. You get like kind of a firsthand view of them all. Yeah, we get to hold them. We get to look at them closer than we can with photographs. We get to move them around a lot. Uh, we get to talk to the artists. They, you know, people ask us for opinions and short critiques and advice and things it's it's a blast you, you've seen it um mm -hmm. you know hopefully next year uh, we'll see how things go and uh, maybe you'll be back behind the counter with me and uh we'll, we'll take this to to new heights and uh, we, can, we can have a lot of fun with it so we're not changing anything from uh from previous years i think it's been kind of smooth um you know we've had a two-year hiccup so there's no need to start making giant changes or anything so we'll go back where people are kind of comfortable. Uh, hopefully there's a little bit of um, enhancements uh, to the show. And um, uh, maybe next year or a couple years afterwards, we'll, we can make some uh, some drastic fun changes to shake things up, but probably not. Um, but I hope I have you there by my side. And if not, we'll be skipping hand in hand at ReaperCon. <laughs> well, most likely I, I will be at the, at the Nova open next year because, uh, my wife's, uh, girlfriend trip is planned for that weekend. So Your wife has a girlfriend. Well, she has two. Ah, oh, shit, man. You're lucky. <laughs> no, I don't get to go with them. Oh, uh, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She has two friends that she's had since high school and they get together. They, they're, now we're now in three different parts of the country. And so they get together every year to go do a trip. And next year it's going to be over Labor Day weekend. Huh, that's really funny because my wife has her three high school friends that, and actually I think one, she went to elementary and the other two, I think went through, no, one was in high school, middle school, elementary. So she had all three levels. Um, and uh, they've all been friends for, I don't know, a thousand years. And right. so every summer, they go out and they go somewhere. So usually they explore like a small town or something. Um, you know, my wife's an artist, so she likes going to like those kind of artsy places and towns mm -hmm. that have lots of art stores and shops and um, 
yeah, little places like that. And um, yeah, they hang out for about three or four days and then they get to fill up each other and then they say goodbye and they'll see each other in another year. <laughs> so most of it's uh, yeah, on the East coast where they, where they just drive around for a while and find cool places. So it's kind of, but- I, I give her that. That's a, uh, something I wish I had, or actually I kind of do when I go to these conventions, I just haven't found a convention that I go to all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Like some, some folks that go to. Well, it's kind of ironic for me because uh, last year, my wife went to St. Louis with her friends. And that weekend I introduced, uh, I interviewed Chris Serhi for the first time who lives in St. Louis. Oh. So it was pretty funny. It was kind of like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> My wife's exploring your town right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I wish I still had people that I was uh, in touch with in high school. Um, don't have a lot. You know, I still see them on Facebook and stuff like that, but I don't really, I don't really reach out or go to see them. I just, you know, say happy birthday on Facebook and things along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I understand. Well, you know, our new friends or our friends now are usually uh, the folks that, uh, that same, mm-hmm. have the same interests we have, and it's usually exactly miniature painting and gaming. Yeah, that's true. Battle that's tech. very true. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, hey man, it's been a while. It has. Let's uh, let's play some catch up. Okay. Um, I don't even know when the last time that we've actually had the show. We have um, we've talked a number of times, and we've chatted a lot, and we've met each other a couple times, and went on some nice long. Uh, pointless road trips um <laughs> so, <laughs> so other than that and the, and uh our, our very small audience of i don't even know how many people we have anymore probably probably lost a couple too so right uh, i think we're probably at like seven listeners uh, so we'll mm-hmm. see get that number um uh what have we been doing since i, I don't know last show whenever our last like together show was i know we've been doing some interviews and things yeah, we've had some interviews pop up. We have another interview that'll that's out before this episode um, with Eric Swinson and uh, Stephen Garcia, and they talk about their World Model Expo um, adventures. And they, they both just you know go USA, man. They went over and killed it. Eric got two golds and masters, and Stephen got a gold and a silver and masters. They're just they're just some major talented people, and the, the, the even better part is they're great guys. Um, they're really a lot of fun to talk to and they really are, are definitely, uh, lovers of the hobby for sure. But, uh, yeah. so if you haven't checked that one out already, that is the episode that is right before this one, when it comes out, um, Dan, it is one week today from when I'm going to be in Texas for ReaperCon, and it's freaking me out. I got a lot of stuff still left to do. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So... <laughs> Before we get to like all the junk and stuff you got to do, um, what have, what have you been up to? What have, what have you been doing, hobby wise? <clears throat> hobby wise, it's it's really just kind of been focused on uh, my entries for ReaperCon. Um, I knocked out uh, a Blood Bowl commission that was dragging me down. Uh, Twenty eight miniatures. I got rid of that a couple months ago, and I've really just been focused um on my entries for ReaperCon and uh, getting ready now here's um yeah give me give me the lowdown what what kind of stuff are you going to be showing showing off okay so the 
I, w- I originally was hoping for five entries, but four entries is, w- is what's going to happen. The first entry is the Hurricane Rocket Bike. Um, it's for the Ordnance Division at ReaperCon. It's also, but it's by Bombshell Minis. And Bombshell Minis has uh, little dog tag awards that they give out to uh, paint jobs. So I wanted to do some. I had never done like uh, a manufacturer contest before. So I wanted to give that a try. And I actually am really surprised. I'm a little embarrassed at how fast that I got that done. Um, that was uh, three days, maybe 13, 14 hours. Um, really? That's it? Yeah. Wow. It really just all came together really fast. Hmm, cool. like, well, you'll show some pictures online. I like it. I think it's pretty neat. And I, I like some of the uh, terrain that you're using for it. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. So that, that's It's a neat piece. And I, I like Bombshells minis for a long time. They have such cool stuff. The one thing I will say, and I, this has been, there's been a couple of the people that I've talked to as well. The, there are some, some rough mold slips with it. I don't know. I, I didn't, I, I, there was one left that I couldn't quite fix. I hope I covered it with weathering, but, uh, yeah, there were some, there, there, that, it, that was a tough mini to prep. I think I'm, I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and buy another one at ReaperCon because they have a huge, they have a huge store. Um, and give it, a, give it a shot. Retro rockets and stuff. Those things are freaking awesome. Yeah, they are there. And there's, they've released like four more bikes too. Oh, they do. They're pretty cool. Yeah. They just released four more bikes right before ReaperCon. So that's pretty cool. Um, the second mini is something I started as a non-metallic bronze copper slash not sure where it was going experiment. Um, it's a little Reaper steampunk aquanaut uh elf character thing and um i'll post pictures of it. it's hard to describe uh i just started i wanted to try practicing a, a quick non-metallic metal and wound up working on it for a while um probably for a couple of weeks and then i put it down for m- well before i finished the commission for the blood bowl and then i went back to it and i realized that i was i was almost done with it and so I was like, oh, I'm just going to finish this and um, bring that as a painter's entry for, for ReaperCon. Um, and uh, I, I couldn't decide on a background. I had all these visions and things weren't working out. So I just kind of spaghettied it. I just kind of threw some shit on the base and went, oh, okay, this looks okay. <laughs> um the third entry is uh, the one that's near and dear to my heart because it's a 75 millimeter version of Quicksilver with Tallyhawk. Um, that is the last uh, Instagram post we have is uh, a work in progress picture of that. Um, it is by far the boldest paint job I've ever tried because it is about 98% non-metallic metal. Um, it's also Tallyhawk is so fragile um just so fragile i and it's funny because i had the guy print um he originally printed me two tally hawks one of which was perfect but i broke the legs and couldn't find them the second one he had printed the legs weren't right and the head was weird and so i asked him to print two more and neither of those prints were as good as the first but the legs worked. And so I accidentally broke off one of the other, uh, broke the legs off of the other one and it stuck. They were stuck on Quicksilver's hand. And the original first Tallyhawk fit perfectly on it. So I'm like, yes, sometimes you get a win with this stuff. Um, 
And so basically the Quicksilver is non-metallic metal. He's standing on an asteroid that's floating in space. Um, I'm at the point with the piece that it is probably 90% done. Most of all the blends, there's a couple of places that I need to do some blending out. The last bit of it is finishing the asteroid, which I isn't going to be too hard because I'm going to use washes and uh, uh, weathering pigments. Um, the hard part is going to be the hard part is going to be that I need to add some environmental lights. And so behind him is a is a magenta nebula and in front of him is a blue nebula. And so I want to try to add some because of the way he's positioned, you can see his back. Uh, mm -hmm. So I want to add some environmental lights in that, in the uh, and the back magenta in the front blue, and that's kind of going to be the la very last step of it. Um, probably all the blends I have left are on the back of Tallyhawk's wings. Um, that's probably the the last few blends that I have to smooth out. Well, as, that are going to get as smoothed out as much as I can smooth blend, and so. We'll see, man. I mean, you've seen it. I, I'm, I'm, I've been looking at it so long that it's just, I don't know how, I can't even evaluate. It could be a total pile of garbage. <laughs> it could be, I could be handing in a heaping pile of stank on an asteroid, you know? And it's funny because the number one thing people keep saying to me when they see it is that they, the background is gorgeous and it's like one of the easiest things I've ever done. <laughs> I painted a piece of plastic card black took some titanium white paint, thinned it out, kind of painted the shape of the nebula and you know, where I wanted colors and then just used Reaper's clear magenta and clear thalo blue on top of them. And that was that the, to even out the finish, I sprayed it with lamming and medium and I've uh, shall varnish the hell out of it. And that literally the base, I, I did have to do it twice. Because I didn't like the first nebula, but I think all combined, the base took me four hours. And I was like, and people are like, I've gotten a lot of positive reactions to it. I'm like, damn, I got to stop spending time on things. I'm making it worse. You know, now that you, <laughs> uh, you bring up the, uh, the, the background, it makes me wonder, you know, we've had these conversations before about, uh, about backgrounds. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious, like, how many we're going to get next week? How many people are going to actually have backgrounds? And I, and I wonder also, like, is it going to be more of, like, like the journeyman levels or masters? I don't really see any apprentices doing that because they're just concentrating on the, the, the figures themselves. So it would be kind of interesting how that, uh, how that mm -hmm. metric would go. I think you're right. I think you're going to see increasingly. You're going to. It's going to go upwards, right? As it, like. Oh, I see. certainly believe. Since the last couple of years, we, yeah. even then we had what three, four, maybe maybe five that had the backgrounds painted on it, but that was like totally foreign. But now we see it all the time. Well, um, and I and I, you're going to see picture frames and shadow boxes. Oh gosh, I don't know how to even. Thanks, Roman Laplatte. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, thanks, Roman. Um, God, jeez. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Now I got to figure out. Uh, I'm gonna let somebody else figure that one out. I'll deal with that later. If it's in a picture frame or a shadow box, it's a diorama. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We have to do it that way. I mean, I'm not. I, I haven't even talked about my diorama, which is in a shadow box. I'm not gonna. I'm not talking about it. it the specifics of it because it's yeah. still got. 
like it's in pieces still um like it all the main part of the base is built but i you know all of the figures are still separate and a big tree that's a part of the diorama is staring yeah. at me i had to do a lot of you only got a week man on it. <laughs> you only got a week keep you, you better get that done I'm, I'm actually you know what it's it's further along than it sounds because a lot of like the non-main characters are in it are painted um, I only have to paint the front of the characters. <laughs> oh, damn. You're doing the old school GW stuff, man. Well, no, because they can't, you're not going to be able to see the back of the character. That's unless true. You, that's true. That's true. Unless you pull them out of there. And then I'm going to be really offended if somebody decides to start picking apart, like literally right. pick apart my diorama. <laughs> I got one of those like dental tools. I'm going to go and put the mirror back there and see if there's been painted. Yeah. Oh, no. But that's I actually asked the question <laughs> on uh, Crow's Nest because uh, Michael Proctor from Clever Crow Studio is one of the heads, a head judge, uh, is the head judge for the capital of where the Ma- master series open, which that's is what they're, they're painting. Yeah. That's a different day. And uh, I said, are you allowed, are they allowed to use any form of like magnifying glass or tools? And he's like, no. Actually, it's strictly a no, no. No, and I'm like, it distorts. Yeah, it distorts a lot if you start using things like that. It's um, yeah. well, right. And you know, he and I have had this conversation before. Is like, really, what you're, you're, are you really supposed to look at a miniature that close? Mm-hmm. Right. Part of it, part of the paint job is smoke and mirrors, right? Yeah. And so, and like all, all miniature painting is smoke and mirrors because you're using contrast to give the illusion of the shapes and sizes, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, it makes sense. Um, so, but that bone, of the re- I haven't talked about my diorama yet because it's, I, I, I think it's somewhat of a unique idea. You know what it is. Um, yeah. but, um, I will post pictures, uh, when it is after it has been entered, I will post pictures. There you um, go. Yeah. So, but the other side of ReaperCon is I'm, Doing something I've only done one time before. That's teaching classes. Oh. I'm teaching so, five classes, Dan. Five classes? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Three basing, one composition and building class, and then I am a TA for the airbrush class with Dev Sodegar. Oh, okay. That's cool. So, yeah. I'm teaching a jungle basing, ruins basing, and a desert basing class. Now those are already all prepped, really. Um, I'm in. A, I'm in a little bit of a lurch. Uh, I ordered uh, some more basing materials weeks ago, um, and they are sitting in California for the last week with a shipping label on them, but haven't moved. Uh, and so I'm hoping that those basing bits come. <laughs> I did. I do have others. Um, I have enough for. I, I have enough for the class. I'm sure, but. I felt like I just needed a few more bits and bobbles since so I ordered about 50 more basing bits, which really, it mm-hmm. sounds like a lot, but it's not when you're doing a four, 45 millimeter bases, you're talking five or six pieces at least on each one. Then I have 16 students in each class that just, you know, it's a lot of basing bits, <laughs> a lot of kibbles and bits. <laughs> and then I'm teaching my, Lost. This is my first full Lost in Translation class where I'm doing the the blind mini with the two inch block. Um, 
It's going to be a challenge. It's an hour and a half long. Right now, I only have 13 students. I'm kind of hoping that I don't get any more. 13 is going to be a lot to handle by myself. The material is dense, and that's that's where, really where a lot of my time, downtime is being spent, is trying to consolidate information because I really only should speak for half an hour at the most. And then I need to get out to people to get that. You know what I mean? They got to work mm-hmm. for an hour. And that's kind of the way the basing classes. I'm speaking for 20 minutes. We'll, we're going to, uh, it's structured as pre-build, which has um, research, a little bit about composition. Uh, we go through the different types of basing, which, you know, for, for wargaming, it's grunts. And uh, Dungeons and Dragons role playing would be non-player characters, and then you have character models, and then you have display pieces and competition. And so I talk about kind of the differences between those, and then uh, we do photo, like uh, a lot of re- not a lot, but we go through some reference material, um, and then we build, and then I have some kind of post-build conversations about colors and stuff like that set up. So. Um, which that should only take 10 minutes. Cause that's like one slide that, you know, uh, and, and that can, I could probably incorporate that post build stuff into why we're built while they're building. And so it's going to be interesting too. I've never used one of those overhead cameras before. Oh, cool. And that's so cool. that's going to be new to me as well. So, so besides, uh, all that prep and, uh, doing your painting and stuff, what else has been going on in your life without going into like. Dropped my oldest off at college. That was huge. Hey. Yeah, that's definitely a, a life moment. Yep, yep, yep. And I've been helping uh, a little bit. I missed the meeting because we were, uh, you know, we were dropping them off in college. But, uh, uh, you know, the National Capital Model Soldier Society show was October 1st. And so I've been helping. Jeez, I'm having you on in problems. The National Capital Model Soldier Society, which is a group that we're both a part of, has their mm-hmm. show October 1st. And so I've been helping a little bit with the planning of that. Oh, okay. Um, that's cool. And so hey, I don't have any responsibility yet. October? Hmm. Huh? I'm trying to think just, if I have anything going on. I might actually be able to wait a minute. I don't know if I'm, I don't know. I thought you said you were out of town that weekend. October 1st. That's a new physical year. I'm sure there's like all kinds of stupid shit I got to do at work. That's a Saturday. They don't care. I know they don't care. <laughs> That's why I never got into contracting. Yeah. Because those people, the last two weeks of the fiscal year are hell. And then the, then you get a day or two off, and then the first two it's like, weeks. hey, it's a new year. Guess what? Let's get all the new contracts ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not me. Not doing that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not into that as well either. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of all that's really, you know, the, you know, bibs and bops went on a couple of vacations this summer, uh, had a good time, you know, not really nothing, you know, nothing to bore people with. But what about you, man? What what have you been up to? Uh, work. Work has taken an awful lot of my time in the last year. It's um. I know I used to joke around about like, hey, you know what? It got busy or it might get busy, but it has been just like crazy as people just want to know about metrics a little bit more than I thought they did, uh, but they're still playing stupid games. 
So I've been doing a lot of that. Um, I'm usually too exhausted to do anything, and I've lost all of my mojo. My wife put it in the jar and um, hid it from me. So I have not painted in, since, like, probably before our last show. <laughs> I just have not painted at all. I, I, I try. I sit, sit at a table. I try. I have great ideas. I still love looking at everybody else's um paint jobs for inspiration but when i sit down i'm just like nah i just can't do it so i'm trying not to fight it right now um my wife was excited that uh i uh, bought some resin and started to do some more printing uh so i have some really interesting uh prints that i've been doing um on my 3d printer um obviously they're all gray because i'm not painting them um uh, but uh that's been kind of fun that's that to, to get out of the, the whole non-hobby rut. Um, uh, I, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, I inherited or am permanently fostering a special needs dog. So that's been like um, having a one-year-old that knows how to walk and talk. Um, and it's uh, pretty not fun. Um, but we still have a lot of stuff that we need to do with her for the next, uh, three to four months, taking care of her and all her health issues. And hopefully everything works out because she is a pretty cool dog. She's, she's a lot of fun, not much more different than any other dog that we've had. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got her from family, which means that, um, they probably just weren't capable of taking care of the dog anymore. So lots of stuff weighing on me. Um, so I'm taking that out on my hobbies. I do every once in a while go and mix up my paints to make sure they don't get bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do like to listen to the hub of my gigantic 500 pound, uh, Vornado, um, test tube shaker. Um, and I take that outside. Um, so that's, uh, that's fun, but all in all, things aren't too bad. We've been doing, you know, lots of planning for the last uh, couple months for the Nova open, um, the, the, the folks, the executive board and all the volunteers have been putting lots of hours in to make sure that this is, um, going to be a, a fun time for everybody that, uh, that comes up and uh, visits us in Northern Virginia. Um, so I've been putting a little bit of time into that also to make sure that, uh, we have, we have a good show for everybody. Well, let's see what else. Uh, let's see. Can't play my records cause the dude has got my record player won't ever open his damn store. Um, <laughs> I've been there three, Mike, three times, three freaking times. And a dude's not there. I went um, with you once. You went with me the first time I was like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. So just imagine the other times, um, for uh, blowing my gasket for, um, not, uh, not getting this stuff. Yeah. Um, that was a traffic. We did so go bad. actually in April. It was in April where you and I took a side trip, but we wanted mm -hmm. a side mission. I don't think we talked about that, but I don't think we need to talk about it. Um, but, um, yeah, we were out, uh, near Virginia beach area and ran into a gentleman who has a beautifully, um, um, decorated house, but he was a audiophile also. So I got to see some really cool speakers, uh, a, a grail receiver set, um, awesome turntable. Um, I wish I was able to go through the back rooms of all of his records, um, but, um, yeah, that was a, that was a nice little side trip. Uh, I have to, I need to contact him again. I need to go visit him and, uh, I promised him a beer. So I need to have a beer with him. 
You know, it, it's funny. I'm thinking about it. I don't think we've done a show together. We haven't since, since before Banshee's class. I don't think we have, Mike. Yeah, I don't that even, was what back was, in April. We that? haven't even really talked about that class. Oh, we didn't even talk about Banshee's class. Mm. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, we suck. Let's see. Yeah, you kind of, no offense, but you kind of went in a hole for like two months. Oh, I'm know. still in that hole. I just I well, your list a little more communicative now. <laughs> yeah, I I needed to depart the real world for a while because shit was getting real deep, mm-hmm. <laughs> real fucking deep. Um, yeah, that was a cool class. It was two fun days. Uh, we got to paint. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know which barbarian. one. Barbarian. I got the barbarian with the helm. Do I do helmet? Yeah, I did helmet with the axe. I think I think I have an axe. I can't remember um yeah but we got to experiment with like backgrounds and like atmosphere and stuff and uh Mm -hmm. that was really cool that was um you know and and the other day i was like i gotta figure out how to do this and then i was looking through my um my my display case i was like holy shit i actually had a two-day class on how to do this why do i not remember it um but um yeah that was um but now i do remember always Mm -hmm. cool folks uh that we get to meet up with when we go to these um all these classes and um, learn some really good stuff. And it, it comes up, just don't feel like painting it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hopefully Mike is able to put some of that to use. Uh, I think we're going to run into a lot of, or I will run into a lot of the folks that were there because Mike is going off to FN Texas. Um, so um, I hope to see them and hopefully they are able to use some of those um, techniques that they use in Banshee's class to, um, uh, to to showcase some of their figures and uh, put them in the put them in my big old display case. Yeah, you know, and it's uh, it, it was back in April, and I'm still un- working on unpacking information from that class. Uh, I just stored it in a locker and threw it in the ocean. Oh, I no, I've, I've been trying to work with it a little bit. Uh, you know, here's the funny thing, and this isn't this is nothing to do with like the teachers. But I feel like every time I come back from a class like that, I regress a little bit at first. We do. You know and I, th- I, mean? I, th- I think we've talked about that. And I think, uh, I mean, I can say everybody, when I say everybody, I mean like us normal humans mm-hmm. um, run into that where it's, yeah. it's just uh, sensory overload, uh, drinking everything through a fire hose. Yeah. And it takes a while to decompress it and to unpack it all and say, oh, okay, now I see where mm-hmm. you're going. And it goes back to practice. If you're not, if you're not practicing and picking up a brush, you're not, you know, you're not reinforcing what you learned. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to have to call Banshee and tell him to come back to the States and reteach me. Exactly. Yeah. But so on the other kind of opposite side, so we, we've been really, uh, negligent in producing episodes and um you're on that side where you kind of were were hobby break time period right you were a break from the hobby i kind of was in the other side like i haven't really produced a lot of content solo because i would say for the last three months i've probably been painting uh between three to six hours a day um and uh, no offense to our listeners, but I kind of felt like at that time, the priority for me had to be painting um, and I had to ride the wave. And so, but we're back on track now. Well, you know, we're going to have episodes from ReaperCon. Um, I have no idea where 
my things, my pieces this year will be in terms of what the other competition is. I feel like this is the first time I've gone into a painting contest that my pieces are all better than last year's. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that doesn't come to bite me in the ass. And I do worse than I did, you know, because last year I had a very good showing. I had two gold medals and a silver Sophie, which is kind of their version of the demon, golden demon. Um, I don't think I'm going to win a Sophie this year. Um, I don't, I, I, I'm not sure any, like, I think I'm only going to have one piece eligible anyways. Uh, and it's going to be competing against Quicksilver for a medal. Um, so I don't know, you know. I have no, I actually have no expectations. One day I love the work I've done. The next day I want to throw it all in the trash. And sometimes that happens all in the same day. (laughs) Yeah. I think a lot of us go through that. Um, Just don't go in with expectations unless you're at that level. Um, You know, it's just like, Hey, if it's really Mm -hmm. just part of the hobby and showing case and showcasing what you're doing, then that's cool. Um, I, I know that some of us can be fairly competitive and, all kinds of uh, uh, things that we do in life. But, um, you know, if you're not, just do it for the experience. Do it for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, it's hard to resolve the... Um, I don't compete to lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Like, yeah. I don't... I don't enter a competition and go, here I go, I'm putting this in to lose. Um, but I also know that I'm going to get some amazing feedback because I have wonderful judges, you know, and Bryce Kokenauer is there as well. I always forget. Um, he's another best in show winner there. And he's a multi-demon winner um, who is a guest on our show as well, you know? Um, and so it's, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's, it, 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 my expectations are to represent myself in the best way possible. And if, one moment I feel like I'm hell yeah, I'm bringing it this year. You know what I mean? Like I really, I put everything best foot forward. Like I painted hard, painted smart, uh, creatively. And then the next moment I'm totally insecure. Um, but I think it's going to go. Okay. I think, uh, I think I'll at least walk away with, uh, uh, commended entry. (laughs) If I'm lucky, (laughs) I know if I was going to the Nova Open, I would just add to my collection of uh, of pins. Um, uh, that's what I'm going for. I'm just getting a bunch of stuff that I painted last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Putting them in to get my numbers up a little bit. Um, and, you know, I, I haven't had a whole lot of people look at my stuff. So I just put it out there and see what I get. It's probably just going to be a bunch of Battletech mechs. Okay. Who cares, man? So, That'll be fun. You know, like uh, I said, yeah. I'm going to buy a vest and just put all the pins on it. Like, that's my whole job. Don't, no, no metal, please. I want, can I get a pin, please? Because <laughs> I have I've got, I didn't realize how many Nova pins I had. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I have one. And I painted my ass off for that one. But that was years and years ago, though. That, that was, was my first, that was the first one. Yeah, I ever. Entered. That was your first entry. Yeah. And it, went downhill from there <laughs> well you haven't entered anything oh, since then that's right yeah i gotta do that too yeah and you gotta i mean oh that's right. it's that well, what is that, that? The paint and then i have to okay yeah i have a what couple is... half finished things but i don't think those count 
what is, what is, what is the joke? You know, oh, I mean, a guy goes every day, prays to God, God, I need to win the lottery, please help me. He doesn't win the lottery. Does it? Does this like four or five times? Doesn't win the lottery, then he, one day he's walking across the street and gets hit by a bus and dies. And he goes, "I have pearly gates." He says, "God, I really needed you. Where were you? Like, why didn't you help me win the lottery?" He's like, "Well, dude, you got to meet me halfway. You got to buy a ticket. <laughs> you know, you got to buy your ticket. You got to put your models in. You're a great painter, Dan." No, I don't know about great. That that one little pen says so. But hey, that's all right. I'm going to put a couple of things in. Good. You know, I had, I had, you know, last year I, I still have my plans for, uh, for my two, uh, dioramas. Um, and maybe next year, maybe I'll have them done for next year. I've only been working on one for five years. So. If you don't finish the damn dance on space Marine, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. That's some point. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. You got to finish it. I will some, someday, someday I will. Well, no, you saw the ones of the guys in the hot tub, so I gotta <laughs> space Marines in a hot tub. I don't know. I gotta get a print of that one. I yeah, I think it is an STL. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I... Yeah. Someday. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, I, I I had a good belly laugh when I saw that one. Yeah. And it's got beer cans all around it and stuff like that. Yeah, I, whoever the sculptor is, and I probably should probably find out who they were did a really good job it, it came out really good and it's just a clever piece yeah very clever you know and i wonder if it's one of the ones that's going to be pulled you know games workshop went after cults right uh yeah i think so they're going after everybody or something like that um, yeah knows? they're really trying to crack down on the stl file things but they're gonna they're gonna lose anywhere that nobody's people aren't charging for it because it's it, you write it up as fan art and boom, it's going to be a lot harder to win that. Though, and where people are selling it, they'll have a much greater chance of defending their IP. But, yeah. but you know, yeah, cults, that's a whole can of worms there. So, it it really is. Yeah, honestly, that's got to be a show. We have to. We've talked about that show. That's a show we're going to do after we'll Nova Open. Go. Let's uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I think things have kind of like calm down a little bit but there's there's much other like weird things happening out there in the uh the interwebs <laughs> yeah with, there um, is with ips and you know 3d printing and figures and figure paintings and everything so <laughs> yeah we have to have a show so oh boy uh we're almost out we don't matter so um amongst the other thousands of other things that i that i look at and and watch is um real paint real painters 2d 2d painters mm -hmm. and uh actually eric did you see eric's troll that he painted well i thought it was digital was it i thought he, yeah i think I thought, it's digital oh i was like holy crap it's still amazing too yeah <laughs> i can't i just i don't even want to read it or anything i just look at it and glaze at it and say holy crap man he can do 2d too that's pretty freaking awesome so yeah dude is super talented so i can't remember what's what the name of the program is but it's an ai and then you type in like a paragraph and it generates a picture for you that's pretty cool so i was talking to my wife so maybe that's a question that we could pose to some of our our um, artists is is it really considered art if you're you are generating something uh, but you're putting words in keywords and the computer program is creating it for you. 
Um, so most of the 2D artists and <laughs> most of the 2D artists and the um, traditional artists that I have spoken to is like an emphatic no, it is not art. Um, right. So I can yeah. see I, I, I can see that argument. I can't really see the other side of that. But anyways, that's for another time, right? Probably because I don't have the brain power to have that conversation right now. Nah, it's getting other late. conversations. It's and getting late. And this is a rant. We haven't even been talking an hour. We're not even rambling. It's 1045. That's true. Uh, let's see. So what else is going on? Let's see, 3D printing, record collecting, uh, not painting, getting things ready for Nova. Probably after Nova, we'll talk about the other thing that we'll be doing um, uh, next year. Right. Oh, I did make, um, I got some, I printed off some new stickers. Yes, you did. You, you got new stickers and we'll have fresh stickers. <laughs> we and actually paper. went through a whole bunch of stickers. Now, I don't know if people just got handfuls of them somewhere and threw them away, uh, but we got a new batch of them. So, And Dan, uh, guess what? What? After ReaperCon, what? Our t-shirts are going to go live. We have t-shirts. Yep. Huh. I yep. was going to go down the street. There's a dude like across the street from our grocery store that does like embroidery kind of like stuff on hats and things. And I was like, oh, I should get a collared shirt with their thing on it. Yeah, no, I I went through. I have it all set up on Redbubble. I'll have to send you all the links and everything so uh, you can see it. Interesting. Yep. Oh, hmm. I have some ideas about that now. Okay. And well, then, um, yeah, you should be able to get t-shirts and uh, paint cups with the listening to paint try logo on them. Um, cool. Cool. Also, uh, the big project when I, excuse me, <coughs> the big project when I get back is going to be uh, launching the website. Oh, because okay. I've got it all. I've got uh, it all up in RS feed and everything. I'm just working on the aesthetics so I can send it to you to take a look at. Oh, but uh, okay. I have to. Like I we... put that on the back burner for a couple of weeks because I want to get a focus on ReaperCon. I totally get that. Totally get that. Well, that's kind of exciting news. Yeah, it's only going to take me two years to do the fucking website, but yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I painted one figure in the last since we had the show, so. <laughs> When a figure, when website, you know, we'll get there, there we eventually. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's so, see. Uh, so, yeah. Anything else going on? Like hobby? No, we did hobby stuff. Works oh, I stuff. did. Um, I did back a, a, a couple, a, a, another, I backed a Kickstarter. Um, the seasons, uh, the four seasons one oh, okay. um, by Ember Miniatures that had the different females for the different seasons. And winter was a female cello player. Oh yeah, that's a that's a, that's a pretty cool one. Yeah, and so my youngest daughter is a cellist, and so and I play cello in uh, middle school, and so I was I, I was moved by by that, so I purchased uh, purchased that one, um, and then I backed a couple other. I backed Bone Six, but I only I only bought two miniatures, um, and then I backed uh, their They're, base boss. How did I not see the bones? I told you about it. I, I sent, probably did. I sent you the link to it. But, you did? Yeah, mm-hmm. you sent me the link to the freaking uh, Zencaster too, and I didn't get that. <laughs> That's true. That's a fair point. Fair point. Um, so there, were, I, there was a lot of stuff I would have loved on Kickstarter since we've talked. Like you know, there was a GI Joe one that looked awesome. 
Um, you did you did do that back that one right? No, I didn't back it. <gasps> you didn't? How am no. I supposed? To, oh darn it! I thought you I did. know how you're supposed to grab my Baroness and Scarlet. Models. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'll just 3D print one. But... Yeah, I'm sure there's they're out there. I'm um, sure there are. <laughs> and then uh, what else? Uh, base boss I did, which is Reaper has a base. They they do bases. Oh, as those well. are the bases. Yeah. Yeah, and I I like the some of the sizes of them. Um, and so I ordered a few, I, I, you know, I haven't spent very much money on a Kickstarter. I think between those two, I spent $30. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, I went on a binge. I don't know. I wasn't drinking. I probably should have. Um, I started, I started buying a whole bunch of 3d, um, STLs mm-hmm. for just stupid shit. And then when I was done, I was just like, I'm never going to print that crap. And then I started, <laughs> and then I, uh, started, um, joining a bunch of patreon sites so i was like holy crap it's like damn it what am i doing but i got some cool stuff so um, yeah that's one i didn't tell you about uh, or maybe i did uh um i bought an stl for darth revan 75 million and that's the one you wanted for your son yeah yeah my son wants it and actually um since my daughter's aren't around uh i have somebody printing uh princess bell and tiana uh to paint for my daughters so i'm going to paint doris Revan and the two princesses for my daughters for christmas oh okay that's cool yeah it'll be fun i already have their bases set up and everything obviously that was easy i took that was uh that only took me a couple hours to base all three of them um so but uh yeah man there's it's so much going on um Back, the, you know, of course, I backed the book and I bought Chris Serhi's book. Um, and so I was hoping it would come in so I could give it to you to have him sign it because he might be at Nova. Uh, I don't know if he's going to the Nova or not, though. If he did, so hopefully he does. And you get to see, uh, like, I'll be super jealous that you get to see his work in, in person. Do you have anything else, my friend? I don't think I do. I'm trying to think. If there is anything else that I need to say that I can say, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, with that being said, we, we would love to hear from everybody. Hit us, drop us a line at listening to paint dry at gmail.com. Uh, I, I promise uh, any of the past emails will all be answered uh, right after Epercon. If I've missed them, I know I missed a couple uh, so I apologize to our fans, but please feel free to drop us a uh, drop us an email and let us know how we're doing, stuff you'd like to see. Um, and if you're going to the conventions or not, let us know, and we'll try to tell people where we are so that they can come meet us. And we'd love yeah, to meet you y'all. Yeah, you can't miss you can't miss us unless like I'm hiding for some reason. But uh, yeah, I think the Capitol Palette should be on one of the levels. You can't miss it. Ride the elevator, and you'll run right into me. Right, if and then I. I theoretically, I don't know. I have it confirmed, but I hate saying this because this is it doesn't sound right to me. But um, theoretically, I'm supposed to have an artist table in Artist Alley, um, and so that's <laughs> that's going to be really weird. Um, we'll see if it happens. So I, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm one of the new kids on the block, so they have limited space and. You know, oh, yeah, there are <laughs> stickers out there. I right, see so you should have taken more stickers. I have plenty, you know, I have, I have plenty of, st- I still had some left from the last time. Um, 
but uh, but uh, Michael assures me that I, I should be getting a table. But I, I, you know, if it happens, it happens. If not, I'm just gonna pile all my crap on Dev Sotogar's table. Yeah, you're gonna have to like take <clears throat> stuff to like work on. Well, I have something very cool that Dev is bringing me. Oh, yes, hmm. Dev is bringing me. Um, he printed a mounted Vampire Hunter D model for me. Hmm. Which is interesting. Awesome. The guy he uh I cannot think of a sculptor right now. I forgive me. Um, but you no know, 3D art guy. 3D art guy is the sculptor. And okay. uh yeah, it's just I can't wait to get my hands on it and I'm gonna have to put it right away because I've got other projects that I gotta get done, but that's one of those ones. <laughs> and so I'm gonna try to paint it like the artwork or some of the artwork. Um because I'm reading um, I'm, I, I slowed down on it. I had burned through the first two books and, uh, I'm actually reading, uh, the omnibus book one mm-hmm. for vampire hunter D. Cause I don't know if a lot of people know, a lot of people know it from the movie, the anime movie that came out and then the manga, but yeah. it actually started as a series of novels. And, um, I, I have the first omnibus that's the f- three novels. And then the new omnibus actually is going to be sitting on my doorstep when I get back from ReaperCon because that's the that's the date it comes out. So I'm pretty excited about that. So I got to fin- I got the last book to read while I you know I'm on the plane and stuff along those lines. But cool. uh, yeah, cool. so I'm excited about that. Yes. So while we got totally distracted from the, <laughs> we'll start the we'll start the outro again. We'll do it outro 2.0. Um, thank you so much to everybody for listening, uh, and thank you for your patience for, uh, and hopefully you'll come back to us and realizing that we are back on track and, uh, tan rested and ready to go with more episodes of the best damn painting podcast out there. Drop us a line at listening to paint dry at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. What are you working on? You go into the conventions. Uh, let us know. We'd love to meet uh, anybody who's uh, actually had the perseverance to sit through an episode. So yeah, um, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Listening to Paint Dry, or once again on Twitter at Dry Listening. And we do have a YouTube channel, and Mike's alluded that pretty soon we're going to try to do something live on there or putting something else, um, which is uh, titled Listening to Paint Dry with. Mike and Dan, uh, please subscribe, uh, follow us where you get your podcast, uh, and leave us a good review so that we can, um, yeah, get more than seven listeners. So Dan, with that enthusiastic, uh, outro, <laughs> yeah. look, it's never too late, man, to come back and try to be better, braver, happier papers until next time. See you. Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan is a production of LTPDWMD. All rights reserved. No portion of this recording may be used without the express written consent of the host. The music is Death by a Thousand Questions by Springtide. Download from the free music archive on a non-commercial attribution share alike basis. All views and opinions expressed in the show are solely the views and opinions of the person who said them. All celebrity voices, if any, were impersonated and done so poorly.